Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. Thanks for being with us. DA with you. And the PGP is always available on its own iTunes feed. Simply go to Permission Granted on iTunes and search it. You'll find it there. Subscribe for free. That's its own separate iTunes feed if you want to just get the PGP. Some people like to get the PGP already cooked into the normal DA show iTunes feed, so find it there as well. This should be a good couple of weeks to listen to the PGP because we'll have stories from behind the scenes at the Super Bowl. And uh, Mraz joins me now. We'll be leaving for Minnesota on Sunday, Sunday late afternoon. Mraz will get in before I will, so... Mraz will check into our Airbnb. We have a two-bedroom Airbnb in downtown Minnesota, which, as we've talked about here on the, the PGP before, was a strategic maneuver by me. Now, knowing that we were invited by the company to go to the Super Bowl, we were tapped on the shoulder. You'll be going to the Super Bowl. I said, that's great. That's a lot of fun. We're in this great time slot. We'll have these really great guests. So that was really cool. But there was an unknown about where we might stay. When we were tapped to the shoulder and said, you guys are going to the Super Bowl, they said, but we don't know about what company lodging is. Had they at that point in time said one of two things, either A, we guarantee you and Mraz will have your own rooms, or B, we guarantee you guys will be close to downtown, I probably would have just trusted them and said, okay, we'll see how this unfolds. Because they couldn't not get a hotel for us after they said, you're going. We would have likely stayed at the same hotel that Tiki and Tierney be staying at, et cetera, other guys. They could have made us sleep on couches in the lobby, though. Couldn't have done that. They could not have done that. But they didn't know if they were also going to have to break up a bunch of different people into different hotel rooms because, obviously, hotel rooms were very difficult to come by. So when I didn't get a guarantee of either one of those things, I said, well, there's two things that can happen here, both of which are bad. It's like the old adage about throwing the football. Only three things can happen, two are bad. Either we get a hotel room close to downtown, which is great, because Mall of America is where Radio Row is, but that's where nothing at night is going to be going on. That's down in Bloomington. That's 20 minutes away from downtown. Either they're going to give us our own rooms dear Bloomington, which means that, okay, fine, we're close to Radio Row, but every day, every night, every event, the stadiums, uh, press conferences, everything else, convention center is all farther away. So either we are stuck in Bloomington and have to get back and forth, or they might put us downtown or they might put us in Bloomington, but I might have to share a room with you. And I said, I'm not willing to take that risk because once they assign that, we can't get out of it. You're locked in, locked and loaded. 
So that point, I, but by the way, sharing a room is not. I would have had no problem with that for a couple of days. Sharing a room with you, I heard the stories of, of from Berman sharing the room with you in Tampa and then in Cleveland, and I said I want no part of that. Oh come on, he's not a peach to share a room. He sleeps with a white noise app. I could deal with that. He says you snore. He took one picture of my bare ass walking to get dressed. Suddenly, I'm the worst person in a room with. Well. Brock also had some awful stories when you guys lived together in his apartment for the Super Bowl that was in New Jersey. So every step of the way, you have, I mean, it sounded like a nightmare to live with you. I mean, you lived with me in San Francisco for a couple nights. But we had different rooms. Yeah, we were still in the same building. No, that's fine. I had to wake you up a couple times to get moving for the day. And that's fine. But I've seen, well, so I've heard that you snore really poorly, really badly. (laughs) Jeez. I've seen you walk around nothing but a towel, bare ass, dropping it, bare ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've se- I mean, Brock said, I mean, it was a nightmare that you were scaring his roommate and I sh- I don't know if I would All right, she yeah, she did say I snored loud, but I only snore loud if didn't I've been drinking. S- didn't you scare her though because you br- burst into a room nothing but a towel? Oh, yeah, no, I was in the, because my room became his living room, and I was sitting there in nothing but a towel, and she came out to cook some eggs, and I had my man boobs flopping over. See, none of this is what I need. None, <laughs> none of this. Well, we're sharing a living room here in the Airbnb. I'll so, be doing the same thing. So I, well, it was going to be very difficult for me to sell. Yeah, we need an Airbnb, but let's get two different ones for me and Mraz. <laughs> so I said, well, I'll cut the difference here. So we have two different bedrooms, obviously, with the living room, two different bathrooms. So, and it's close to downtown Minneapolis. So that's going to be huge. We will have to get to Radio Row every day, but everything outside of Radio Row is going to be happening near downtown. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little, I got to be honest, I'm a little weary about a couple of things. Number one, uh, now, am I going to get there first, pick my room, and you're going to kick me out of the room because you wanted that room? <laughs> well, how do you think this should go? I, you think the first man in should get to pick his room? I mean, or because I booked the, here's, it. Here's the deal you booked it, but you ain't paying for it. You're getting reimbursed for it. But it's on my credit card. But none. I'm carrying the credit right now. You're carrying the credit, but the, the company is still paying for it. You are the host. I will. That is. See, you should have used that before the paying. But no, because I, I don't like to use that over anybody. But, but I took the financial responsibility and I organized this. I found it. You did. However, I did all the legwork. However, I would have been fine with the hotel room. <laughs> so the point is, though, I get there. You've been fine sharing a hotel room. But see me, I'm I'm, I'm going to be fine with either room that I get in this Airbnb. I know. As long as you give me a bed, I'm very simple. The problem is, I'm not going to know what the heck room you like. So now I got two hours. Where am I supposed to put my stuff? I want to start, you know, letting it, letting it air out and hanging it up. No. Well, I don't want to crammed in the suitcase. It's a week. It ain't two days. I'm taking it. I'm unpacking. Well, you know what? When you walk in there, just put your stuff down in the main room, in the living room, okay? And just take a picture of both rooms, and I'll just pick. But you're going to be on a plane. You're not going to answer until you get there anyway. Okay, do you want me to have the host send pictures of both rooms? If you are going to have a problem with me <laughs> picking the room first, then yes. If you don't, if you tell me right now, you know what, Mraz, pick whatever room you want, then I'm good to go. I just want to know where I stand in this pecking order. Now, if one room is decidedly smaller, is that the one I'm supposed to take? Is that the idea here? Of course. Uh, this is a disgrace. <laughs> of course. Well, hold on I now. booked it. You're booking it? If you booked it, I would defer to you. But hold on. One, I'll one-up you here. I yeah. have two hours to kill before you get in. Okay. I'm going to take it upon myself to go get us some beer, Great. some water, Terrific. some chips, some salsa. Great. Awesome. I'm going to load us up for the week. Awesome. I'm taking that financial burden on for us because <laughs> I stand for team. Doesn't that warrant me anything? <laughs> What's that financial burden? 
40 a, bucks. A 12, <laughs> <laughs> 12, a 12 pack of beer and Tostitos <laughs> and a Paul Newman salsa. <laughs> <laughs> That's like twenty eight dollars. That should earn me a, a pick in a room. You just hold off. All right, and, and also the second thing I was going to say is, <laughs> you know, I am very. You have scarred me on Airbnb because of where we stayed in San Francisco <laughs> that Super Bowl year. The unit was nice. The neighborhood was a disaster. Yeah, but we didn't even have TV in that unit. We had one channel. It was a scrambled ABC. The TV situation was terrible. <laughs> this this better have TV. Like our living room in this Airbnb, the TV better work. So, here's what I believe. I believe there's two TVs, one in the living room, one in one bedroom. Oh, here we so, go. I'll tell you what. If I, I don't care about the TV in my room. So, if that room is the lesser room, but you want the TV, take the TV room. All right. So, that's I, what I'd you like see. more. I just want to make sure I have proximity to my own bathroom. And I think that there's one that's, like, connected to a bathroom. Okay. So, so you want the one connected, and I got to wiggle out in the hallway. But that could be worse <laughs> for you, because yeah. I could be flaunting <laughs> naked through the hallway. I just don't need to. Yeah, it's true. I just I want to try to avoid you naked or semi naked for the week, and that okay. would be a win. That would be the. But win. then I should have the bathroom connected to the bedroom because that's gonna be less naked me. You wanting the bedroom actually hurts oh. you. I'll be flopping around there. Oh, God. Third of all, third of all, I now I have Google mapped where our Airbnb is. Yeah, I got to be honest. It's a great area. I don't know about that. It's the eating area. It's called, like, Eating Mile or something. Okay, well, I mean, is the nearest restaurant's a mile away. That's not true. Uh, I mean, I Google will do it right after. Okay. Second of all, I mean, every single corner within the four-block radius is some kind of place of worship. Okay. I mean, I, I'm looking for a bar. I don't need, you know, people singing hallelujah. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. It's If it's near all the restaurants, they call it, like, uh, Eatery Row or something like that. That is a mile away. It's by the LA Fitness I found. Not exactly walking. Perfect. Distance. Good for you. You can go to the gym and then you can go to Eatery Row. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm a little skeptical on at least a three block radius of where we are. But we're a mile from the convention center, so we'll figure it out. Oh, I think we're and have very a good close week. to downtown. Uh, very close, yes. The Ubers should be short and plenty. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that, that's the way we got to do it, you know? It, I think it actually looks out over downtown. I think the, there's a balcony that like looks at downtown. Oh, where else would you rather be on that balcony than the middle of February, huh? Or the first week of February? <laughs> Negative 12. <laughs> Beautiful view. It's three degrees out. Well, you're really, you're a beggar and you're just ungrateful. Uh, no, no, no. I am not ungrateful. I think what you beggar should... Beggar and a chooser. No, what you should know about me now is I just, I'm very, I go with the flow once I'm in the scenario, but ahead of time, I overthink trips. Everything has to be just so for me, and I need to know the deal. Like, I still haven't found out, do I have to pack an iron? I need to know where the nearest place for me to work out is. I need to know how close it will be for me to walk to a bar. I need, like, there are a million walk things. Walk to a bar. I don't think we walk to any bars ever in any of our trips. San Francisco, we walked a lot. Well, but not to the bar. Oh, yes, we did. What bar? The bars on Market Street off of there. That Irish bar we hung with David Wells, we walked there. Oh, we did? Yeah. I thought we took an Uber there. Your memory is shot. Oh, but I will say, on like past trips, I now have the Uber app, and I know how to use it well. Good. So it won't, all the Ubers won't be on your okay. run. So, so that's, that's, we'll be able to that, split them up. That's a big win. <laughs> a, a big win. It's going to be fine. How many times will you ditch me to hang out with your other media friends? Like, Mraz, you're on your own now tonight. Mm. At least one dinner, I imagine. Yeah. I would say two times. 
All right, two th- your agency's going to have some kind of dinner. You're going to tell yeah, me to take a hike then. That's a Thursday night. Okay. That's so a thir- Thursday night. So you got to find something for dinner on Thursday night. Right? All right. Maybe I'll go to the Timberwolves game. Yeah, so there's probably going to be that night and then maybe one other night. All right. I just want to be prepared how many times I'm going to be ditched. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing. It's like we go there and then we have to be attached at the hip. We work we, we all day together. We're at doing the show together. We're driving together. We come home together. We sleep at the same place together. It's like if we had our two different hotel rooms, it wouldn't be that big a deal. Good point. I, I'll say this. I've made plenty of media friends now. I will be I will be plenty. You you don't worry about me. You want to meet up with me later if you fancy dinner, you let me know. Well, now you've got media friends that I don't even know. Hallmark Channel, dude. Oh, yeah. Hallmark, yeah, the Hallmark Channel is very, very in. Very in sync. And now you're a host, so that's a big deal. <laughs> I mean, please. I mean, I'm sure I'm going to go down there and I'm going to have, you know, PDs just, you know, going after me here. I might have a bidding war for my services while could I'm in be. Minnesota. It could be. You know, Grand Rapids and, you know, Youngstown might just be kissing my feet. <laughs> they could be taking me out to Shake Shack, telling me what, the, what they bring to the table. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. This whole thing is a big deal. <laughs> it's going to be a big week. It's going to be a big deal. Uh, and we're going to have video from Radio Row. So if you watch at watchda.com, we will be able to, we will have video there. Now, I, I teased this a couple weeks ago of we ran a trick play to test whether it will work on Radio Row. I can't talk about the trick play until we're actually on Radio Row and doing this because okay. I don't want to jinx anything. But if next week, I guess we're going to tape a t- PGP, right? Yeah, that's the other thing. How? We just Can't we just tape it down the line? We can, but it would probably have to be pre-show. I, there's been some some trouble with uh, double booking tapings with us and the shows that have to tape after us. Mm, which is Ryder and Amy? Yeah. Uh, apparently, they, they have all each double booked, like, talking like 15 minutes after our show on certain things. Um, and we might even have one interview we tape might have to be done with you standing up, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm a little worried about us hopping on as they have guests to tape a PGP. So mm. we might have to do something, let's say, right before the show because they're not going to be there before a show. <clears throat> I'll have all my Nomad equipment. We can always tape a PGP that way too. I mean, yeah, you have a tripod and an iPhone. Please with your Nomad equipment. What does that mean? What, your I, equipment, like you got some, you got the Sunday Night Football truck pulling up. <laughs> I've got audio equipment too, man. Oh, you got the mics. I got mics. I forgot about them. You know what? I'm gonna rescind my smart ass comment. Oh, really? Because I forgot you have the mics. I got everything. The we mics need. count as equipment. What else is everything we need? I got recording equipment. I've got microphones. I've got tripods. I've got multiple cameras. I've got memory cards. I've got everything. Okay. Have you decided where your nomads will take place in Minnesota? No, I haven't because we had the guy Stanley call up, who was the limo driver, last week and give us, like, five amazing ideas. Right. We also have, um, uh, I believe it's pronounced Hedgies, if not Heggies, H-E-G-G-I-E-S pizza. The owner of that reached out to me. They have a place an hour away from Minneapolis, which we probably won't be able to get to. But they've got, like, little haunts or little places you can get their pizza uh, in Minneapolis. So he said he will uh, chaperone us to go get his pizza. And it's, like, one of the special, like, it's, like... Um, Deep dish? Yeah, but it's it's a whole thing. It's, like, Sloppy Joe pizza, and it's just a whole thing. He's got, like, amazing... Oh, I can see him going to lose weight on this trip. Yeah, it's, it, it sounds awesome. I went to their website. So he's going to hook us up. He might even send pizzas here. Oh, wow. So, um, before so... We've got to do Juicy Lucy. 
obviously. Right. Got to get that. And involved. you got to do an. I know we're doing the show, but you have to do an episode on Mall of America. That that's a tourist attraction. I would think so. Yeah, Mall of America. So I think yeah, we'll have the Nomad equipment going quite a bit. Are you going to shoot a Nomad at the media party? I don't know. I did that last year. Not no, not media day at. Like you did oh, the, now with the players. The media party this year oh, is different right. than past media parties because right. it's actually taking place at someplace cool. Right. Last year was at a um, an art gallery, and the media party is like the welcome to town thrown by the tourism board. Right. And they have free free apps usually. It's like light hors d'oeuvres and then uh, beers and wine. And and last year was at a art gallery. It's usually at places like that in Houston. This year, it's going to be at the roller coaster at... Uh, the amusement park, Nickelodeon World. Nickelodeon Universe. Mall of America. Yeah, so within the mall, we will get unlimited access to any, any ride we want, which you could strap on a cam, go for the roller coaster ride, while we you know get free beers and apps. Yeah, that's big. I actually think this is... You know, sometimes the media parties, you got to be honest, could be a little like, okay, it's an hour, let's get out of here, let's go to like a bar. Right. This one actually looks pretty cool. Definitely. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be awesome. So I'm pumped. So we have all that going on. Plus, I mean, the the guests that have already lined up for us. Just what's the sampling of some of the guests that we've already got locked in? Uh, Cowboy Jason Witten, Saints coach Sean Payton, Saints rookie sensation Marshawn Lattimore, Golden Tate from the Lions, Chris Carter, Tim Brown, Terrell Davis. Give you a few Hall of Famers and a little taste. Adam Richmond of Man vs. Food will be on the show. Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes will be on the show. Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon will be on the show. See, I'm forgetting half Maybe of these people. Maybe an Eli. Maybe an Eli. We're not going to know. Kareem Hunt will be will be on the show. I mean, geez, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, we had the Honey Jones Institute. He's going to be back. Orlando Pace. Orlando Pace. Chris Dolman, you mentioned. Uh, Solomon Wilcox is on the show. Why am I drawing a blank on some of the other big names? I put, oh, Victor Cruz will be on the show. Jerome Bettis will be on the show. This is huge. We have a lot of big guests. This is huge. Yes. Yeah, so I am fired up for it for one. Really. Yeah. You know. This is going to be awesome. So, this yeah, it's really- getting to the point now where there are several big name guests that are only available at times we already have other big name guests booked where it's like, I'm trying to, hey, maybe could we tape something there where it's not working out where, like, I never in my life have had to almost have to turn down some big names. Yeah. Like, I'm work- I'll am work. i be honest with you, off off mic or on the podcast, there's a chance we might have to say no to Roger Staubach. Wow. And this isn't for, like, anybody bad either. These are, like, you know, because we double book with somebody awesome. Yeah. So I'm trying to work on everything here. Yeah. It's a lot of juggling, a lot of, a lot of balls in the court here. Yeah. I yeah. think we also just added Devonta Freeman as well from the Falcons. Amazing. So, this is going to be so this good. It's going to be a good week. So you can watch all of this at watchda.com, all the hijinks. The the other thing we have to tackle here is that we have done the behind-the-scenes story of us traveling together in a sitcom form multiple years. Right. It was in San Francisco for the Super Bowl, Full House of Pancakes. It was uh, in uh, uh, New Jersey when you were staying with Brock, Kenny, and the Pooh Bear. <laughs> Last year, did we do one for Phoenix? We did not do one for Phoenix because it was only two days. Okay. So now we in five days, we have to do some type of Minnesota spinoff. Is there a, a sitcom that you can think of that took place in Minnesota? No. The one I thought. Oh, Coach. Coach, yeah. Yeah, I mean, my Gunther, I would say. The other one I was thinking of, but I realized Wisconsin was um, not step by step. Yeah. But, yeah, I wonder what we could do here. Something with Gopher or play off of that? Maybe instead of coach, it's couch. Oh, I love it. Right <laughs> away, I love it. 
That's a great that's a great one. So we just talk about what you look like on the couch every single day <laughs> when we come home. And that's the other, you, when you get to the Airbnb, I mean, I'm already going to be now unpacked for two hours, yeah. salsa all over my oh. face, about three Dos Equis in, oh, in a beater on the couch oh, watching the Pro Bowl. Oh, God, my life. <laughs> you ready for dinner, DA? Am I waiting for, I'm assuming I'm waiting for you to go get dinner, right? Yeah, wait for me for Sunday night. We'll okay. go get something. Okay. We'll find something. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a Juicy Lucy Sunday night. Start the week right. <laughs> right out the gates. Right out of the gates. Eat a, a piece of meat that's injected with cheese. <laughs> Welcome to Minnesota. Here's a Juicy Lucy. Oh, oh This is going to be quite the affair. We're ready to go. Quite the affair. But you really have done a great job booking. I mean, this is this is unbelievable the types of guests that you've already locked down even before we've gotten there i know i appreciate which is you know one of the bits on radio row for any listener that listens is the producer oftentimes is you see somebody walk by and you have to run by hey do you have any openings here you have any openings here and with us in the past working night shifts we taped a lot of our stuff so we kind of were pretty free on when we could tape and we still are here but our time slot now being where it's 8 a.m to 11 a.m and I know I'm speaking to some of the guys in the afternoon. For whatever reason, all the big guests are literally in that three-hour window. And I have, while I've worked hard in, in the scheduling, definitely I don't want to try to minimize my work. I have to schedule it and fits like a puzzle and all of that. I, I've been very blessed with this time slot. It, it, we have hit a home run in this time that people are aware of the show, publicists, agents. We have done a good job of making our show a name brand. They want their clients on the show. And they have come to us, you know, looking to get them on and, and almost fighting over who they want on the show, which is, I think, really a great testament to the job we've done in building up our, our name brand here. That's awesome, man. That is really exciting. Um, the one thing we'll get into a lot of, like, the Patriots fan versus the Eagles fan, what we see um, <clears throat> uh, in terms of, like, what we're observing around the city on the air. But one last thing to go on off the air is that, we had the weirdest situation pop up where one of these publicists mentioned that they would have a guest oh, for us, God. but they were a little leery because the last time they had a guest on, we never got to the the read. As everybody knows, when you have a sponsored guest, come on, you interview the guy with whatever, how many questions you have, eight to 10 minutes. And then at the end, you give them kind of a setup so that they can pitch their product, whatever they're promoting. And uh, one of the publicists said that he was leery on putting somebody on with us because the last time... They had a client on with us. We didn't get to the read, and the client hung up in a huff, and they were not happy. And it, that's very unlike the way that I do interviews. I don't like to make them softball interviews. I find that to be boring and, right. and lazy. But I do like to ask pointed questions, but I don't, I don't feel like it's my job or my spot there to jump a guest because if the, if the guest is coming on, especially through a PR company, you know, it's it's a one hand washes the other. You do this, and so you get more access. You get better guests, and I'm allowed to ask pointed questions, but I also have to. You know, it's not the spot where like you badger a guy because he's on to promote Tide or right. something like that. So it, it seems so weird. And you and I were going over this, like we he didn't cite what guest it was. No, and I want to make something accurate here. He didn't say in the email that the guy hung up in a huff. That was what I was asking you. Could that that have been a reason why we didn't get to the plug? Was it some kind of argument? Oh, so or, he never said that. He didn't say that. It wasn't an awkward interview. No, he said 
you know, the the client wasn't happy because we never got to the plugs. He didn't say oh. that. Oh. What I was telling you was, did we have an awkward interview like that oh. where a guy hung up? Because that would be the only reason I could see us not getting to the plug. Unless a guy ran super long and that we were up against the end of the hour break and I just had to break before the plug got in there? Maybe. I mean, we had a situation, uh, who was it, Greg Anthony the other day? Yes. And and I asked Greg Anthony a question, I think about the Cavs maybe at like uh, about three and a half minutes until break. And I knew that, you know, he, usually the average is a guy maybe answers a question for a minute, a minute and a half. So I knew that I had about two minutes after when he would estimate to be done so I could get the read in for Turner and the all-star uh, game voting and everything that they wanted to promote and that we would have some time on the back end. But we have to go to a hard break at the end of the hour because affiliates have to go to the same exact break. We have to get everything in before the top of the hour. So you, we don't have like even 30 seconds. When you have to be out, you have to be out. And Greg Anthony just happened to take like three and a half minutes to answer that final question. So I never got the last TNT read in there. So maybe that would be a case where, you know, it wasn't Greg Anthony, obviously, but maybe that was what would have happened. I think that's possible. My only t- uh, tiff, if you will, by the way, I went to say tiff on the air the other day and I said a bad word. instead of You can tiff. say it here. I said tit the other day when I went to say Tiff, um, would be, I don't remember ever getting an email back from a post being like, hey, you know, you guys never got the the thing. And so that that really just took me away. And I just hope that this didn't happen with another show. And for whatever reason, it was logged as us. Yeah. Because that would be a real cry and shame. So we're working on patching over this relationship right now. You reached out to the PR person and said, I don't remember that happening. Can you refresh our memory and and said and went above and beyond to, to guarantee it would never happen again if it did happen yeah. you know put it all on me and they didn't say no to having the guest on but did say they were weary and i'm still waiting for a response so i hope we have an answer so that was 24 hours ago we still don't know what interview it was i would say this if we don't get the interview and i never get an answer i have no problem revealing more details on the pgp that follows radio row okay because at that point i'd be annoyed the only one that I ever remember doing an interview and the guy was promoting something and left a little annoyed was when I had T.O. on. And I, I had T.O. on when I filled in for Gottlieb last summer. And I asked T.O. about missing the Hall of Fame, and I felt like, you know, he was missing the Hall of Fame because he had a bad relationship with quarterbacks and coaches and he was considered kind of a locker room cancer. And I, I said, do you feel like this is valid? And he danced around the question and kind of said, like, how dare you even ask that question? I said, well, this is out there. Do you feel like it's unfair? And I and I kind of cited like every former quarterback you've ever played with kind of dislikes you or you have a problem with. I said, you know, if you're the constant, you feel like you have to have some self-analysis. And he did not like that question. But I, I'm almost positive we got to the read that he had to do after that. So, But even then, then that's an unfair label on me for this guy. I mean, he yeah, didn't necessarily me because then I didn't yeah. book it. I wasn't a part of that show. Right, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what answers we get. I, this guy seems like a very nice guy who's handling it, so I'm sure I will get some sort of answer. And he's obviously swarmed because he has many big game, big name guests that he's trying to schedule in certain times. One final note. Is uh, the body Bilotti going to be okay anchoring everything from back here while we're out? Well, I have to get to the bottom of this. He took off on Monday, the first show out of the gates. What? Because he's going to the freaking Royal Rumble in Philadelphia. So he's not going to wake up in time to do the show on Monday. I go, Pete, it's a big week. Can you skip the Royal Rumble? Maybe go to you know SummerSlam or something? Nobody's going to tell me how to live my life, he tells me. So he's out. We're going to have two backups back here on Monday, right out the gates on Radio Row. You know, Pierno came in on no sleep after going to Raw last night. Yeah, P- 
Pete could get his ass in here. Pete could have done that. And he's not going to Japan for the Royal Rumble. It's Philadelphia. It's an hour and a half away from the station. You can get here. Because, what, that event will probably... That's a Sunday night or a Monday night? Sunday night. It's like their pay-per-view event. It'll end by midnight. Right. So you could be home by one thirty-two. Yeah. So he's got to be or up just by, like, come, 5, Come four. right back to the station and sleep on the couch. Now, granted, I probably wouldn't want to do that either. And a normal Monday, I'd understand... But you know it's a big Monday with the show on our remote. It's a huge Monday. It's the first Monday of us being on the road. Ah, you know what I think it is? I think it's a silent protest by him that he's not coming. It now. might be. It might be. Not coming. He wanted to come. And he wants to I think he wants to let the offensive line through to blitz us and let us know how how he should be appreciated. I I I asked. I requested the body come and he didn't make the budget. Maybe it's a shot at the maybe he doesn't want it to mess up on our part. He wants it to mess up so the bosses know how important he is. Man. You know, I gotta say, it's a bad job by Bellotti. Because he's putting us in a vulnerable position. Yeah. He's like Kevin Love leaving the game in the middle. Remember when both Packers tackles went down, that's when Aaron Rodgers went down for the year. And then what happened in that season? We got we had the Vikings in the NFC championship game. That's the first time any show is gonna connect from out there. We're the first show to connect from Minnesota. Who knows what we got back here? Could be Robbie Rosen from the board. No, he'll be in Minnesota. I don't know what we're gonna have. You gonna have him on the podcast? Uh, I was deciding between that or actually having Robbie Rosenhouse on to call him out on the. <laughs> yeah, have uh, Rosenhouse. On. Maybe you will get Rosenhouse involved and ask him yeah. what players' wives was he driving home? Yeah, at. really try to pick apart that. And I have no problem telling him to his face he's a fraud. And I, if he plays Mister Nice Guy, it's time for a beatdown. Oh, Uncle Sean, he's ready to throw down on the PGP. You better, you better play hard. Oh, I'm playing hard. Play hard. Uh, play hard. Go hard. Okay. That's side A. Here's side B. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Welcome into side B of the PGP, a totally original version of side B, different than we've done before. This is Mraz, as you just heard on side A of the PGP, joined for the first time ever by Robbie Rosenhaus, CBS Sports Radio and WFAN's own. Also, I guess you uh, on Play.it a part of the Outside the Cage podcast. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, Fringe know. member? A groupie, an Outside the Cage groupie. How about that? So yeah. Rob is, is a lovable character, if you will. And Now, I've been on the DA show before when I brought the steak fries in. Right, okay. So when we were in night, you brought the steak fries in. Correct. And we discussed Robbie on the show, I guess it was on Trash Tuesday of this week, where I trashed Robbie as a lifelong Vikings fan. Right. For making the trip down to Philadelphia and then bailing before the, the going got tough and staying to the end. So now to be fair, because we are a fair show, I will allow Robbie to defend himself and things could get a little testy in here. Let's be honest. That's fine. I'll bring it. I got the gloves on. All right. So first and foremost, I apologize about your Vikings because nobody wants to see the Eagles in Super Bowl less than me. No, of course not. You're a lifelong Giant fan, and you can't root for anything Philadelphia, let alone the Eagles. And now so. I got a Philadelphia-Boston Super Bowl, which is a New Yorker's worst nightmare. Right, exactly. Yeah, as bad as it can get. At least the last time the Eagles played the Patriots, it wasn't that big a deal from the New York hate because you know, the Patriots are still fresh into their dynasty. Right. Now it's just enough's enough. Right. Nonetheless, I cannot root for the Eagles. Of course. All right, so now you're a Viking fan. You make the trek to Philly. Philly's very close to New York City. If you're not from around, it's two hours tops. Right. You get down there. Okay, you get down there. You get to the game. You're pumped up. I need to know before, forget forget you leaving and forget right. where we're going right, to go right, with right, this. Right, right, right. We can was, start from the beginning. What was the scene like in the parking lot before? Because so many videos surfaced the Viking fans being totally 
you know, trash the way you would expect Philly fans to treat them. Okay. So you just mentioned Outside the Cage. So I went with Isaac Feldman of Outside the Cage up to cover UFC. We don't get a little formal. Okay, that's fine. Ike, that's fine. All right. And uh, we go up to Boston to cover UFC 220. I tell them we got to leave early because we got to get back from Boston to New York. I can drop them off, then go to Philadelphia on Sunday. (laughs) Ironically, you're covering all Super Bowl bases here. That's correct. Boston and New York to Philly. Okay. That's right. My nickname is Amtrak. I'm the Northeast Corridor. So, okay, hold on. The game starts Sunday, 640. You leave Boston what time? We leave at about 738 in the morning. Eight in the morning, you get in the car and you leave Boston. Correct. With 10 hours until kickoff of your team playing in an NFC championship game in Philadelphia. Correct. Correct. So we're on the road, drop them off in New York City. What time you get to New York? Eh, about 12.30. I mean, we stopped at a diner for breakfast. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So you get to New York 12.30. So by this time, the, the tailgate gates have opened in Philly. Correct, And you're yes. still two hours away. Now, I was I was wary to begin with because um, I knew I was sitting in the family section. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, and, this is all part of the trash Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> correct. Uh, you calling me out, and I'm going to answer um, those claims. So um, I knew it was going to be bad because of the late kickoff, and I knew that we weren't kicking off till at least seven o'clock, uh, uh, six forty. You knew the fans were going to be drinking all day. They were going to start in the morning, so and they'd be all juiced up, especially with the first game being played in the stadium. Everybody getting juiced up, and uh, I got to give it to the the fans. They brought it in the parking lot. They really did. So what time did you get to the parking lot? Uh, we got there about four thirty. Well. To proceed that, I actually had to go to the Vikings team hotel and pick up okay. some people. Okay, so... All right, so part of my Trash Tuesday, now to refresh everybody's memory, was Robbie leaves with a blowout, I believe, in the third quarter, correct? Because you took the Twitter to say it was on I-95, and it was not yet the fourth quarter. We left right after the third quarter. Right, at, okay, so it was maybe in that transition. We were in the parking lot. Uh, Did you as, over-exaggerate uh, that you were on I-95 yet? Yeah, we, okay. were, we, were, we were getting towards the Walt Whitman Bridge. Okay. But I actually had a... So before we got there, I actually got rerouted in downtown Philadelphia on Market Street. They were closing streets because they knew that the people would riot by, um, I forget where, the Art Museum, I believe, and some other some other streets that were closed around Philly. I'm telling you, we couldn't get around. There were police cars that were blocking okay. streets. We had to go all the way around, and I'll tell you about the people I had in my <coughs> car in a second. Go all ahead. right, so for the sake of being fair... I was wrong. You left after the third quarter. I thought you left midway through the third quarter. So we're yeah. entering the fourth quarter. You're not even going to watch. It's, I think it's 28-7. So tw- 28-7 something it like was 30... after. It was after Zimmer decided not to kick the field goal to go down Correct. 21, which he should have done. I was there when Thielen bobbled it in the end zone. They ruled it a touchdown, and then they ru- that was in my end zone. I was sitting uh, in the second. My end zone? Yeah, you well, the end I was zone. sitting in, okay. the second, in the second level. And uh, that's exactly where Patrick Robinson returned that pick six, which... I'm telling you, I've been. I've lived in San Francisco. I've lived in Atlanta. I've lived in New York all my life. I've been in Yankee Stadium. That DD three-run homer in the wild card game this year is up there. That Patrick Robinson pick six. That place was as loud as any stadium I've ever heard. That was on. Well, think about it. You're down seven nothing. Right. The Vikings have the ball after a kick catch interference. They got the ball like first and ten at the thirty. Nothing. You're thinking nothing. you could be in for a long evening. Correct. Go down the field, get points. But again, it w- it wasn't in the cards that you day. credit the Eagle fans for that. Okay. So now. So anyway, long story longer. Okay. You decide to bail, but you your excuse when I killed you for it was right, here we go. Okay. Now, first of all, my problem with this right off the bat is if you are a fan of a road team in a big game. And I know I reference places that are not as bad. I know I went to Tampa and Cleveland, and the, although Cleveland right. can get a little, eh, okay, not as bad as Philly. We get that Philly is the worst, trashiest fan base of it's all bad. time. Not all of the fans are like that. Like John Kincaid's a great dude, but I'm like, sure. 
And I have some friends that are great Eagle fans. I wish but them congratulations. The higher, I was in the elevator. We on saw the, way the out. videos, okay, and we know this is the deal with Philly. Right. You know that, and you say that going in that you knew going in they were drinking in the parking lot all day. In my opinion, as a fan of a team, you don't assume victory. You assume anything can happen. Right. And if you make a road trip like that, and you're gonna put in the commitment, I think you got to stay and watch your team till the bitter end. But. Your excuse back right. was that you had to drive players' wives. That's correct. And broadcasters' wives. And broadcasters' back to the hotel. And this is where you lose me. And this is where okay. we killed you on the show. That's fine. Now you mentioned here on the podcast that you're sitting in the in the team section. Okay. Okay. Maybe you don't want to tell me what players' wives they were. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Give exa- me what you could give me to explain. I'll tell you. Because we basically you called you a liar. I can, I, right, yes, you did. I'll okay. give you. I'll give you what I can give you. And I will what I can give you. tell okay. you how you can... Verify this. How about that? All right. What do you got for us? So first of all, I'm very, very good friends with Paul Allen. Ten years ago when I started my radio career. Paul Allen is the Vikings play-by-play guy on the radio. Correct. So we did a Saturday show on NFL radio on Sirius when I was just starting out in radio. We stayed in contact. We stayed friends. Obviously, he was the voice of the Vikings. I wanted to stay in touch with him. We had emailed Maybe five or six years ago, uh, we had met for the first time, and we exchanged numbers. He knew, obviously, I was in the business. And for those of you listening that don't understand why you would meet him for the first time, he's doing a radio show from Minnesota, and you're running the controls back in New York and only talking to him down the line like he's the great Oz. Correct. We're doing it via an ISDN line, which we dial up, and I can speak to him like he's the great and powerful Oz. Right. (laughs) Correct. So I've seen him on the road in... In certain cities, and, and and we meet up, and either him or my other friend, Mike Wobshaw, who's the Vikings.com lead writer, who's a very good friend of mine, he or Paul get me tickets to the games through the team. So I get you're field a passes. I get field passes also. No, I you're just know. Mooch. No, I just know people with the team. I get the, No, I had to pay for those tickets. You know what you remind me of? Okay, you paid for them? Yes, but face value. I'm not, I mean, it's all not right. stuff. That's off. fair because we all love the guy. Peter Schwartz is a guy like this, makes a lot of friends, but only hits him up when he needs the tickets oh, and the really? freebies. Wow. Does it for the Jets, does it for the Islanders. And we love Pete. Guy always has I a ticket Pete. and calls him all their friends. And he only comes to knock him when it comes ticket time. So are you that guy or not? No, I am not. But will you go to a Paul Island barbecue or is it strictly a ticket exchange? No, like he'll be at my wedding one day. Like, he'll, like we're that close. Okay. All right. So him. His so he takes the team bus over to the stadium before the game, okay? With Mike Wall, the Vikings rider, with all the players and the team personnel and the coaches, whatever. Their spouses either take an Uber or drive over, whatever. So since Paul's wife had the tickets for me, I went to go pick them up at the hotel. I drove a couple of people over there, including. uh, a friend of theirs, Adam, he's on a couple of Netflix series. I forget what his last name is, but he's a really big Viking fan. He was a friend of theirs. Anyway, to make a long story longer, I drove them to the stadium. We parked for $40. We walked through the parking lot, and it was hell. It was absolute hell. We were all in purple. You know what? This was a moment that I had dreamed of since I was a kid. And I wanted to go. In, I thought about going in neutral clothing, even though it was Philly. And I walked into basically a cauldron. Okay, I get a cauldron. I give you credit for wearing the gear. I think you absolutely have to wear the gear if you go. So yeah, that, that checks the box for me. All right, my next question would be, what kind of car are you driving? Okay, so I'm in a 2012 Honda Accord. Leather interior, black exterior. I don't need the interior, so I just want to well, do I'm the math. I'm describing it like a price is right. I want to uh, do price. the math on seats here. So you got the driver's seats. You have room for four more. Uh, I have room for four more. We fit five, actually, in the way back on to the hotel. Okay, because the way 
because the I packed as many people in there as I could because I had to get them out of there because it was a disaster. Okay, all right. It was so a now, disaster. And nobody was leaving, which was great because nobody was walking out. We had got in the elevator. We walked out. Nobody was there so, because they were all staying to watch their team celebrate, which is their right. But I I was out of there. This is where you lose me and you're trying to play hero here. Okay. So... You're, you end up sitting in this section, and you drive the same people back? They wanted to leave A you? few of the same, and two different. Two different. Who first steps up and says, we got to get out of here? Paul Allen's uh, wife. Well, it's it's really his girl. It's real, I call it it's his wife, but they're, they're not technically married. She but. stands up, end of the third quarter. She texts me. She's sitting a row above me, about five seats over. She texts me, we got to get out of here. I'm going to Uber. And then she yells down at me, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, we need to go. Oh, Robbie, come on. This is, see, you, you almost had me. They she offered to yes, Uber. She did. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care if you want to jump down my throat. You want to sit in that stadium and have them mock the school. Yes, school. Yes. After I did it for four months and I have to sit there and deal That's with those Eagles fans mocking my team, a team that just collapsed like a house of cards. That is part of the deal. You sat there for four. You just said it. You watched every snap of your team yeah, play this I did. year. It was a great season. You're doing the chant. You finally right. get there. Your team's on the cusp of the Super Bowl, and they spit the freaking bit. Yeah, it was And bad. you are there, and the other fans are talking trash. Right. But I would imagine you're not talking trash to them, right? You're being polite. Well, and and you're in a section full of Viking fans and Vikings players' wives, and everybody's in purple. Correct. So my Diggs' would, family is there. My point would be that you're around your own, if you will, right? Correct. So but, should... yeah, but there were Eagle fans that were yelling from above, right. Hey, oh, I'm going to rent your house next week in Minneapolis. How much you charging? Oh, man. Well, I'd, I'd be so scared, too. You're in the safest, I'm not scared. But you're See, in the you're... safest section of any Viking fan could be in there. And Paul Allen's wife tells you that she's going to head out and take an Uber. All right. Hey, had a nice time. I gotta, I'm got. i not seeing the last quarter of my team's season until September because I'm getting my ass kicked. Let me ask you're you there, you've got to stay. Let me ask you know question. that's on the table before you make the trip. Let me ask you a question. Let's go back 10 or 11 years. Okay. November 2007. Okay? Giants-Vikings Giants, get their Giants-Vikings, 41-17, okay? I'm saying the end. I've never left the Giant game early. Three picks for touchdowns, a fourth pick, Shockey dropping balls, and Ruben Drone scoring touchdowns. And there were people, I saw people burning Eli Manning jerseys in the well, parking lot. And they're fools. And what happened that year? They won the Super Bowl. They're fools. And those people were fools. And I would tell them the same thing. You're a fool. Okay. You should have stayed till the end. Okay. And I okay. was just about to be with you. Now, if the deal was, if I, here's where I would have omitted this. If the deal was, okay. Paul they Allen were nice gets, enough to get me the tickets at face value, which is why I thought and you were nice enough to drive them there. Responsibility to drive them when they asked me to go because the game was out of hand. No, but she she mentioned Uber. You were she out. did mention Uber. Hey, I'd love to go, but I, I got to see the last day. I'm not giving up. You know, get, say something. Not giving up. The only time. Robbie. Uh, listen, Frank Robbie. Reich was coaching quarterback for the Eagles. He wasn't coming on the field to lead a 38-7 comeback like he did for the Bills. First so all, I don't want to hear that's it. That's a terrible joke. Second of all. <laughs> second of all. You make the trip. Getting blown out on the table, you have to stay till the end. Um, I, and especially I when she gave you the app. Couldn't do it. If the deal was Paul and said, I'll get you these tickets, you got to drive my wife to and from. Fine. That wasn't the deal. No, it wasn't. And I would tell you the t- I would tell you if it was, so that way I can get you off my back. We'd be done in about four minutes. <laughs> I I got to be fair here. Now, next year, when Viking season rolls around, I remember, I'm somebody who just sat through 2-14 and 14 as a Giant fan. Yes, you did. Well, you also, by the way, and I wanted to get to this also. Okay. You were Let's on Twitter. Okay, I'm going to get combative here. You were on Twitter with Gatino Heat. Whoever that is, your friend yeah. there who's a Viking fan, yeah. 
You told him that the Giants are better positioned right now than the Vikings are? How can you say that? You just took my offensive coordinator who, who didn't put up a point Robbie, in the last three Robbie, quarters of the game. Robbie, you have no quarterbacks on the contract. Wait a second. I have three quarterbacks. Who knows who's going to be the quarterback? None of them are any good. <laughs> we have the number two pick in the draft. Okay. We're getting at minimum. Okay. At minimum. Okay. Josh Rosen and Sam Darnold. Or okay. Sam Darnold. At okay. minimum. Okay. And that is better than any future you have How do you at that know position. Those, those guys are going to be good. You don't, but you know they're... Keenum sh- just won like 10 games in a row. You think oh, he can... Uh, yeah, he really showed up in that well, NFC listen, Championship game. Well, listen, they were playing game. an Eagle defense with an all-pro in Malcolm Jenkins and all-pros on the defensive line, the and most, my defense didn't show up. No doubt about it. The most important position right. on the field. Right. We are set up long-term. Are you? Bet- yes. Better than you guys are, are right now. Are you sure Shermer's going to pick the right guy? If he doesn't, it could it be another Jared Lorenzen. We don't know. If At worst, he's Case Keenum. Who would be the third biggest person in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You I'm know, sorry. No, I get that you have the number two pick. I'm just saying, like, and, you telling me that they're better we, position when they won two games was a little askew. You know, the giant two game, they're the weirdest. A two. lot went wrong. We know that. We All understand. Right. They were supposed to win. T- I thought they were going to win ten or eleven a games. Lot and so it, did you? Like they don't. They don't have two win talent. Also, like, right. and you know, Beckham right. comes back on that field next year, changes everything. Right. I'm just saying. All right, so that's I have to wrap up now. No, we that's got, fine. No, no, that was very I, energetic. Are we going to have fun next week in Minnesota? Yeah, Robbie will be in Minnesota as well. A lot of the CBS Sports Radio crew is going there. So, yeah, this will be our last PGP before we hit Minnesota. So if you're a DA Show listener, uh, we, we hope to get a permission to write a podcast out there. Plenty of great guests. I just ended up landing Kirk Cousins will be on the show on Tuesday. Oh, very nice. Uh, to go with some of the guests that we rattled off on side A. So thank you guys for listening. I'll give Robbie the Twitter plug. You can follow Robbie and the fraudulent Viking fan at just at my name, at Robbie Rosenhaus, just like the agent, Drew Rosenhaus. Now Second cousin, Drew Rosenhaus. I may sign you up. All right. Well, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at CBS. And a little self-plug, I will be hosting again on CBS Sports Radio this Saturday night, Sunday morning, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern. And then as well, Super Bowl Sunday morning, 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. Eastern. Big time preview episode. So how about that? Uh, that was my self-plug. So thank you guys very much. Thank you, Robbie, for joining. You are Absolutely. a fraud. Don't want to hear from you in September as the Vikings roll around again. You are off the list for diehard Viking fans. But, hey, as long as Paul Allen's wife got to ride home. That's right. Now I'll, I'll go concentrate on my hockey team and how bad they are. So yeah. well, I'm not going to get into that. Well, that's it. That'll wrap up <laughs> the Permission Granted Podcast for this week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.